Welcome to the Creative Purpose Podcast. I am Sofia, an entrepreneur, writer, blogger, self-taught graphic designer, and full-time creator. Each episode of the Creative Purpose is dedicated to a specific area or topic related to entrepreneurship for creative girls. We will dive deep to reflect about different aspects of it, while I'll also give you the behind the scenes of my own journey, my tips and also struggles, so that you get inspired to create what your soul requires. If your purpose is creating and at the same time you want to design your dream life, this is your place, girl. So, let's begin. Hello girls, I hope you're having an amazing day so far. I am doing awesome today and more than today I've been having a great week. As you may know, last week I was going to launch my course on October the 5th, but girls, I was so prepared to launch it before that, so I collapsed time and did it on October the 2nd. As I am crazy about productivity and collapsing time, I wanted to talk to you in relation to these topics, but before, as a behind the scenes, I want to tell you how I prepared and did the launching of my course. So last week I created the sales page on Teachable and I added a promo video to it. I also had some graphics created for Pinterest and Instagram. I had to write some emails to send to my subscribers but I was going to do that on October the 3rd and then on October the 4th I had my anniversary so I was not going to work. As a consequence I planned on launching on October the 5th but girls on October the 2nd so three days before launching I said you know what why do I have to wait until Saturday I already have everything ready I just need to write the emails and wait Why not just writing one single email? Tomorrow I can write the second one. I reflect for a while and then hit the publish button on Teachable. After that, I sent the first email about the course and released my project. Now, it wasn't just mine, but people could actually purchase it. I must say that acting out of mess-inspired action, as Kimberly Wenya always says, made me less anxious, less scared, and less nervous. I was in joy listening to my favorite romantic songs in Spanish, my vibes were high, and I truly enjoyed every single moment of my lunch. If you listened to my episode about the fear of launching a project, you may remember that many hours passed until I got my first subscriber, so this time I prepared mentally to overcome the feelings of failure in case I wasn't able to have customers on my first day launching the course. Girls, I don't know if it was because I released the tension and stress, but I got my first two customers in the same day. And not only that, some customers did not only enroll in my course, but also give my membership a try. I even had one customer who said she loved the things I've created. Before she said that, I had just journaled about my dream customer and wrote things like, my dream customers are girls that love my products and want to keep purchasing from me. They do not ask for refunds because they like what I create. I don't know if it was the power of manifestation or not, but this was a strong boost for my motivation to keep creating content. 
Now I am doing one marketing strategy each day, so sometimes I promote my course and membership on Instagram, other times I send emails to my subscribers and create other kinds of promoting content. For example, yesterday I recorded two sneak peeks of what can be found in my course and membership. If you want to watch them, I'm leaving the link of both of them on the description of this episode. So girl, I want to talk to you about collapsing time and being productive, but before, let me tell you about my course. Have you ever wanted to start learning a foreign language from zero, but feel like you don't know which steps to take to do it in an organized and successful way? Introducing the Ultimate Polyglot Girl course, an online course I created to give you the tools that you need to take action and start learning the languages you like the most. From choosing which language to learn, planning your study in a schedule and creating a motivational page, to learning the alphabet and the basics of your target language, this course will guide you in an easy-to-follow path where you will not only learn the useful part of a language, but you will also be able to decide on which verbs, nouns and phrases to focus on according to your own goals, career, hobbies and the reason why you are learning your target language. This course includes 24 lectures. Each lecture is packed with one video and one written part, which can be either a tip or an activity idea. Apart from that, you will receive a welcome package and the practical workbook to learn any language. I also hit some easter eggs in random lectures. If you want to know more about the course, I will leave the link of it at the description of this episode. If you have been postponing learning one or more languages, this is your time to give it a try. So now girls, let's talk about how you can be more productive if you want to finish and launch your projects and also what collapsing time means and how you can put it into practice. So being productive does not mean being a workaholic. It means that you need to work smart instead of hard. So girls, being productive means that instead of taking the hardest um, steps, to achieve your goals, you are taking the smartest ones. So instead of creating, for example, instead of creating many videos promoting your course, um, maybe those videos are not that good, maybe they do not say a lot, and you really want to promote your course in thousands of videos or maybe just 10 or 3 videos, but maybe it's better if you just record one single video and make the best out of it so you don't stress out about creating three, four, five, ten videos but only one and you put all of your effort in that video. Or what you can also do if you really want to create ten videos or five videos or three videos, uh, what you can do is to create just one video, maybe a longer one, and then you just split it into parts and with that you can create three videos or four videos. So what you have to think about is what way you can work smart but not hard. So what I do sometimes is when I create um, graphics for Pinterest is that then I 
reused them for Instagram. So I'm no, I don't have to create separate graphics and spend more time creating graphics for Instagram, but I take the the graphics I made for Pinterest and I convert them into uh, Instagram graphics. And sometimes I do the same when I create graphics for my uh, sales page on my products. I take that graphic and I use them for my Instagram stories or for my Instagram posts, or I also use them sometimes for my Pinterest. So it's not that I'm working more, but I'm using what I already created so that I can uh, use them in other platforms. So it doesn't mean that you just have to create one graphic and you use that one graphic for everything. But if you create, for example, 10 graphics, some of them can be reused. And yeah, that would be amazing, girl. Also, if you create one audio, uh, as this is something I do in the podcast. So I created one audio to market my language learning hub, another audio to promote my Blizzogger hub, and recently, I, as you heard, I created one audio for my um, course, and I'm also planning to create one for my membership. So these audios, I edit them, I put the music behind, and then I use them on my different episodes of the podcast, so I don't have to record every time I want to promote something, I don't have to record it again and again, but I use that same audio because it's already edited, and I already like how it sounds, it says the most important things about what I'm promoting. It has a beautiful music behind. So I'm not redoing, but I'm reusing. And that is something I also encourage you to do. So reuse what you already have created. If you, what you have already created is amazing, you can use it more than one time. Sometimes I also reuse text. So for example, when I create my sales page, I put a lot of my words, all of my inspiration into writing what the sales page must say about my product. So sometimes when I want to write a post in Instagram about my product, I copy a small part of the sales page and I put it in the description of my Instagram post. And that way people that read that can say, mm, I like this product, I want to know more. So when they enter to the sales page, they will read again the part, but of course they will read more and they will get more information about it. So those are some strategies that I use to uh, work smart instead of hard. So being productive does not mean to work more hours, but to work smarter, to, to reuse content that you already created. The second tip I have for you is to use a planner, an agenda, or a calendar. You can use three of them, two, or just one, what it's better for you. But if you never write down what you have to do in the week or in the month, then you will not be so productive as you want to. For example, I create my calendar on my planner. I write down the important things of the month. And then every when I start the month, I try to organize myself and write down everything I want to do in every day. Sometimes I change things. For example, I plan to do something on Saturday, but if I want to do it on Friday, I rearrange that. Or if I don't want to do it on Saturday and I, instead I want to do something I had planned for Monday, I rearrange the things. And so 
I do everything as I want to do it, but at the same time, I'm organizing the tasks so I know exactly what I need to do for the week and for the month. I do especially for the week. The month, I just write like the important things, the most important things. But then each uh, Sunday, I, I check in what I have to do in the week and I rearrange um, things, change deadlines, but I try to do everything the most organized I can do. So I have my Blissful Organization Binder, which you can still find in my Etsy store. I also use a Franerd planner because Franerd is my favorite illustrator. She's a Chilean girl and I love her planner. Um, I think she's also selling it on her website, but you have to search for it, Franerd. So yeah, girl, I really encourage you to write down what you have to do, your goals, everything, because a planner, an agenda, a calendar will be so useful for you, especially if you're not that productive. The third tip is that you write down your goals for each month, week, and day. So try to write down your goals of the things you want to do. And this goes together with the planner because you have to write it on a planner or an agenda. Or you can also do it on a checklist. So if you like post-its, you can write your goals for the day in a post-it and then just um, take away the post-it, the sticky note, and then use the one that comes in next for the next day. So write down your big goals, like why, what do you want to be able to achieve at the end of this day? You want to finish one chapter of your book, or you want to finish one painting, or you want to create one model of your first course. Whatever project you have in mind, write down your goals of the day, but also the goals you have for the week and for the month. And I even do something that is doing the quarterly goals that take three months, I think. Yeah, so three months, January, February, and March, then April, May, June, then July, August, September, and finally October, November, and December. So each quarter, you write down your goals for that quarter. So that is three months. And if you want to go further, you can also do a one-year goals or the five-year goals, 10-year ten year, ten goals. So... Uh, do the ones that are better for you, but I truly advise you to do that because that will make you more productive as you will be more excited to do the things. Then another hack I have for you is to divide your big goals into small ones. So if you feel super overwhelmed because you have one goal that is creating a course, for example, so your goal is creating a course and you feel overwhelmed, stressed because you don't know how to start, which steps to take. I really advise you to divide that big goal into tiny chunks, tiny goals. So your first goal may be uh, brainstorming, like the topic of your, con of your course, the topics you want to cover. Brainstorm everything. You may erase some things later, or add new things, but first brainstorm everything that you feel. So one day you can brainstorm, then the next day you can do an outline. So organize the content into different lectures. Then another day you can write down everything you want your course to have. So maybe it's not all about the content that you create, but also the bonuses that you can create, the discounts, or the general topic of your course, the name of your course, your target, uh, customer. Um, then another day you can start 
uh, writing down the scripts for your course. Another day, film. So maybe you can film in 10 different days or 5 different days. Then another day, edit half videos. Um, and so on, girls. So try to create small uh, goals, tiny goals, so that when they're ready, you have your big goal achieved. And this can be the same for everything. So if you want to write an ebook or a workbook, or if you want to create music, if you're a musician, or if you are an illustrator and you want to create a graphic novel, this works for every single project you may have. So the following tip is that do not procrastinate with nonsense things. So girl, I know that scrolling on Instagram is addictive, but once you re realize you have been doing it for a long time, you need to stop. So I'm telling you because by my ex from my experience, I am a big procrastinator in terms of Instagram. For me, it's so addictive to watch uh, stories of the girls I admire. So Kimberly Wenya, Erin May Henry, Jasmine Lipska, um, every girl I, I feel inspired by are the ones that trigger these addiction levels of Instagram scrolling on me. It's not their fault, of course, because they create amazing content that I want to dig in. But sometimes when I stop watching their stories, I continue watching the stories of other people that I don't admire so much. So maybe girls that I'm not really interested on those things. So I realize, what am I doing here? And then I, I stop and I do my things, like I do the important things. Some procrastination activities are good ones. For example, if you are reading about the content you want to create, if you are learning about something, if you are digging into content that is super important for the things you want to create in the future or things that are inspired, inspiring to you. For example, I like to watch YouTube videos on, in the mornings when I eat breakfast because they make me feel more motivated to do my things. So I watch the videos from girls that truly inspire me, girls that have businesses or that are entrepreneurs. And that is like a procrastination thing that I enjoy doing or reading can be a procrastination thing that is good for you. But if you are procrastinating doing nonsense thing, like scrolling on Instagram or watching funny videos that are not really important for your life now, but also they can make you really happy, you can do it on your resting times, on your breaks. But if you have to work, try to focus on your goals and on what you want, you want to achieve. So if you are a a high Instagram scroller, <laughs> I truly advise you to, to stop doing that. Like watch three people's stories and that's it. But do not keep watching the next ones that are really not the ones that you want to watch the most. So now girls, we are going to, we are moving to collapsing time. So what does collapsing time means? And this is something I learned from Kimberly Wenya, but also from Meteoror because both of them have amazing examples of collapsing time. But collapsing time means that, for example, you have a goal in your life. It may be publishing a book on 2020. So you want to publish a book next year. So when you collapse time, you are trying to 
and take the deadline and change the date to a closer one. So you want to, for example, instead of publishing the book on 2020, you want to publish it on 2019. So you start working towards that new goal. So instead of uh, publishing the book at a specific date, you are going to publish it uh, before that. And that way you are collapsing time. So you are reaching your goal before than what you planned first. So these are some ways that you can collapse time. So for example, you can take one deadline, as I said before, and change the date to a more, to a closer day. So this is a easier one, just instead of thinking, I'm going to move to another house on two more years, you plan to do it in just one year. Or mm, I'm planning to quit my job uh, on 2021, but then you think, but I already hate my job. I I have another job in mind. I don't want this job in my life. So I'm going to plan to quit my job this year and not wait until 2021. Another goal may be uh, studying a degree. So maybe you, you are thinking on studying a degree in next year or in three more years but at collapsing time you change the date and your new date is closer to today's date so instead of studying a degree in five more years you will do it in just one year so it's simple it's as simple as that it can change also in months so for example you are planning on doing something in december but you collapse time and you work hard or not hard but you work smart to achieve that goal on october so that is something I did for my course. Instead of launching it on October the 5th, I changed the day to October the 2nd. So I collapsed time and it wasn't a big of a change, but it was big for me. So you can do the same. You can change the day, just some days in between or some weeks, some months, some years. It doesn't matter. But the important thing is that you do the things before you plan to do them. If they are really important to you, you will find a way to do it in less time. So the next hack is doing one more task each day or half a task. So the more you make until it still feels fine, uh, the more time you collapse. So for example, if you want to write a book, let's take the same example. You want to write a book. So what you can do is that instead of uh, leaving aside all of your other tasks, your job or whatever you are doing, you can do this. You can do one task or half a task each day to finish your book. So for example, at night, uh, before going to sleep, you can write half a page or one page from your book. Or you can write one chapter of the book or half a chapter of the book. So that is not going to be a lot of work for you, maybe. But if you do it regularly, if you are constant with it, you will be able to finish your book in less time than you think. So suddenly you will realize that you have a whole book written. And this can work with anything you want, any project you have in mind. You can take one small task and add it to your tasks of the day, to your daily routine. And if you add it in a simple and easy way to do, 
that is going to make you achieve your goal faster. So I really advise you that because the more you make, but of course, until it feels fine, if it doesn't feel fine, if you are feeling overwhelmed, then stop doing that. But if you still feel fine, uh, the more you make, the more time you collapse. The next hack is about taking the hard decisions. So sometimes you postpone things and you put yourself deadlines that are really far away from the now, from the present, because you are scared of doing that. So you may say, I want to travel to Brazil in three more years, but deep inside you, you want to do it now. The thing is that you're so scared to travel into another country, to go into Brazil, that you postpone your goal so much that you don't feel scared about it anymore. So sometimes collapsing time doesn't mean to work more or to work smart, but to take the hard decisions. So for example, a hard decision, it may be moving with your partner, it may be having children, it may be buying a course, an expensive course, it may be taking a class or taking a degree or a master's degree or a PhD, or it may be recording videos to upload to YouTube. So you're so scared, so nervous about it that you postpone that thing. And instead of creating your YouTube channel tomorrow, you are thinking on doing it next year because you don't feel prepared about recording videos and showing up on videos on YouTube. So maybe try to think about which hard decisions you can take today that will collapse time and will make you achieve your goals faster. And the final hack I have for you is to develop a collapsing time mindset. So this means that you believe in collapsing time. If you don't believe in that, if you think it's magic, but you don't believe in that because you can do things just in a lot of time, so you, you can do things in less time than you think about them. If you have that mindset, then collapsing time will be more difficult for you because you're not believing in yourself and in your own power of creating more in less time. So girl, I truly advise you to work on your mindset, to reflect about this, to journal about this, watch videos about collapsing time, read content about it, listen to podcasts. I really recommend you the podcast of Kimberly Wenia. I listened to her podcast every single day, but you can also um, listen to other podcasts. So reflect about it, journal about it, manifest, manifest your life or how you want to see yourself achieving those goals, but in less time. So instead of imagining yourself uh, older, achieving your goal of publishing a book, imagine the present you achieving that goal so that you will feel that it's easier to achieve something now than in the future. And that will absolutely help you to develop a growth mindset that will allow you to achieve more in less time. So yeah, girl, that's it. I really enjoyed talking about this. I, I really like everything about productivity and collapsing time. So I really encourage you to be more productive and at the same time, try to collapse time because those two things will help you to finish your projects sooner and to achieve your goals faster. I really hope this episode was enlightening and inspiring for you. 
Let me know your thoughts in relation to today's topic. I'd love to know your own experience and story about it. Also, if you have any question you want me to answer in future episodes, don't hesitate and tell me on the comment section below. I'll be glad to help you. Remember I have an Etsy store called Blizzo Girl in case you want to check it out. I also have a website and blog with the same name. You can follow me on my social media, I'm in both Pinterest and Instagram. Finally, you can join my newsletter where I send sneak peeks of my new products, discounts and new information related to Blizzo Girl. I leave all of the links down below for you to check them out. I hope you have an amazing day ahead. Till next episode, bye!